Welcome to Satisfied, where our aim is to behold the glory of God. I'm Nick Jackson, pastor of Timberline Baptist Church in Lacey, Washington. And this is Bobby Gaither, pastor of Hope Fellowship Church in Hillsborough, Oregon. I just think it's neat that you still look at the screen when you do our introduction. <laughs> right, so You're still so reading the only off thing, the computer. <laughs> the only thing we have scripted is, is the intro. We probably should script at least the end. You know, I, I need to read it. It's like there. <laughs> it's probably like a handicap. If it wasn't there, I'd be fine. But because it's there, because I feel the there. need to read it. That's Otherwise, I'd, I'd say something <laughs> different and I'd screw it up. That's awesome. Well, hey, you. folks. Thank you for letting everyone know <laughs> that I can't say like nine <laughs> words without reading it. <laughs> there might be more like 12, maybe even 15 there. Well, hey, in this week's episode, we're going to talk about the book of Proverbs. and But why? Tell them why. Tell them why. Because what's happening is we are having our Man Camp 2019. Dude, this is going to be so epic. I don't... I, is, is that, that's what we're calling it, right? Man Camp? Okay. All I remember is last year, some people were like, oh, you can't call it Man Camp. Okay, Man Camp is awesome. It, I, like, How I do you improve so. on that title? I, and you know what? We're it's not, men and we're... Camping, kind I of, mean, kind of. We're, we're not. We are not glamping. No, we are not glamping. We are in. We are in cabins. Cab, rustic, rustic. Cabins. Yes. Okay. So rustic that last year the bath, no the, the bathrooms were close. The, the showers shower. were like a mile. I actually never found the showers last year. That might have been to your benefit, not to your detriment. Um, although, just so you know, the showers were so far away. All I knew is Bobby had gone to go shower. I actually left everyone. I went on a search to find the bathroom because you know what? I was determined to find it. In a, <laughs> I was going to take your towel. I was going to take your clothes. I was going to take it all. And like, there's nothing you're going to do because there's like a mile hike back. And I could not find the That's bathroom. almost disappointing that you didn't find like, but not so much. I so, I looked, I was literally like running around going, where the heck is this place? I couldn't find it. Um, Ken so Baldwin. The cool thing, this year, uh, there's new bathrooms. Yes. There's new showers. Yes. Uh, there's not, we won't be doing our business in the old place. Yeah. <laughs> Thank God. So we're definitely not glamping, uh, and it's not quite as rustic as last year, uh, but it's going to be awesome. We had quite a few guys come last year, and, and it was good. Man, the, the amount of bonding that took place, uh, the fellowship that took place, yeah. the conversation, like it was just so good. I'm so excited about this year. You know, that's, that's what my guys are excited about. We're excited to get back together with, with TB Church, Timberline. TV, TBC. TBC, Timberline Baptist Church. Uh, no, I think all my guys are really excited to be back with your with you guys and you. Like all the guys that have gone, oh man, is Bobby coming? Is Bobby gonna be there? I can't <laughs> wait to see Bobby again. Like, since my people have met you, all they talk about is Bobby this, Bobby that, Bobby this. Oh my goodness. And I'm like, well, it's because he's got a beard, does it? I mean, your you, beard is that. You know epic. who that is for us. What's that? It's Mitch. <laughs> okay so dude is, is, is mitch going is mitch gonna be there <laughs> mitch is like this amazing guy who he's in the military 
He can kill you in like 19 different ways and with his can, finger. Then he can put you back together. Well, he's a physician assistant. So he used to be like an artillery guy. Now he's a physician assistant. So now he can put you back together. Um, at our church, he will lead music at times, and he's got a voice of an angel. Uh, he's great at woodworking and doing other things. In fact, I believe his wife has kind of called him Jesus before because of the skills. Yeah, It's weird. He doesn't have hair, but... <laughs> Okay, but this guy, he's just cool, and he's fun to hang out with, and he loves Jesus. Like, he loves Jesus, and he loves theology. Like, he wants to wrestle deeper and deeper with the Word of God. In fact, last night, I'm sitting with him and some other guys, and and he's telling me about how he's sharing the gospel and witnessing to those at work, and Mitch is awesome. I give it to you. I I want to be like Mitch. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> but but for real, I think I think the what was most amazing about our last year's experience and what we're most looking forward to is relationship. Yeah, it's, it's just it's the further development of relationship. Totally, together in the conversations we had about well uh, about our God, about the gospel and how it applies and how how we live it out both in our families and our, our marriages and so forth and so true. So yeah, it's we're looking forward to it. We're looking forward to it. Um, so this year though we're. We're going to do um, a theme, and we want to bring about bring out the book of Proverbs. And so you and I, we're going to be speaking on different passages in Proverbs. Uh, Proverbs is an interesting book. It's, it's yeah. written differently than a lot of the other books. Um, it's called Wisdom Literature. Uh, the first nine chapters, there's much more of a cohesive thought that kind of runs through those. After you get uh, to like chapter 10 on, largely uh, there's either in, um, each verse or just a, a few verses here and there kind of make up these, these, these wisdom proverbs uh, or, or, or what would you say there? It's only a few verses at a time that might... They have statements... Yeah, they have they're, they're little, like little pithy statements yes. that that you unpack and that has has deeper, fuller, richer meaning. And but they feel a little bit random because you can all of a sudden be talking about words, then lust, and then uh, you know work ethic and a whole bunch of other stuff. So it, sometimes it it's not one that you just kind of read through. Like once you're in chapter like ten on, it's hard. Just I'm going to read a whole chapter. It's not really meant just to be read. It's yeah. meant to be chewed on. Chewed on. Now the first nine right. chapters, and I would say the last few chapters, you can you can read a little more yeah. uh, cohesively, uh, and it flows. Well, in the first nine chapters, address. Well, it says, "My son, my yeah. son, yeah. my son." Uh, so in case you didn't know, Proverbs is, is really a book uh, written for sons, for men who are growing up. It's about discipling them and training them to think, uh, to think wisely, to yes. really to think with the wisdom of God, uh, is to live in a way that honors God. It's a way to, uh, to show others what a godly life looks like. And so when we... Um, talk about wisdom at man camp, we want to just emphasize the yeah. need uh, to, to, to think and to act as God does and to, to use the wisdom that he's given us. Well, and to be thoughtful, to be thoughtful about your actions, about um, where you're going, where you're heading, where your feet are set, but also where your heart is set. I think Proverbs is, it speaks to both. It speaks to, to your desire uh, it, speak, it speaks up a bunch to your heart. In fact, um, in Proverbs uh, 25, the purpose in a man's heart is like deep water, 
but a man of understanding will draw it out. And that's a big part of what Proverbs is doing. Let's draw out the desires of your heart. Let's look at them. Let's, let's assess them. Let's, let's set your feet the right direction um, to, to guard your heart. In fact, at Proverbs three, it talks a lot about guarding your heart. Keep your heart with all diligence uh, uh, for from it flow the issues of life. I mean, the, it's just talking about being wise yeah. about about life. And especially in this culture, uh, we, we didn't talk about this beforehand, but I think we're going to answer the question, why Proverbs? Why Proverbs for Man Camp? Why is that, why is that the theme that we chose? And, and I would throw on the table much of modern-day society, even, even a lot of, um, how do I say it, without ostracizing a certain group, uh, there is a wing in Christendom, that would try to dismiss the idea of mind and study, especially in the in mm. worship, uh, as if that's not important, or even the word. Like I just want to be led by the Spirit, as if that's as if that apart from God's word and apart from logical cognitive thinking. Yes. Yeah. And 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 really, what Proverbs does is it grounds us in okay. No, let's be thoughtful. Let, it's good. In fact, it's biblical. It's wise. It's it's a reflection of God's character to be strategic. Let, let me just read just the first few verses in, in chapter one, uh, starting verse two. It says, "To know wisdom and instruction, to understand words of insight, to receive instruction in wise dealing, in righteousness, justice, and equity, to give prudence to the simple, knowledge and discretion to the youth. Let the wise hear and increase in learning, and the one who understands obtain guidance. To understand a proverb and a saying, the words of the wise and the riddles. And then verse 7, the fear of the Lord is the beginning of knowledge. Yeah. Fools despise wisdom and instruction. And what you have all throughout the book of, of Proverbs is, Fools act this way. Fools reject wisdom, but, but the one who is wise, the one the one who seeks after God, um, has this thing called the fear of the Lord. And I wrote down, I have this book, uh, the beginning and end of wisdom, and and they have a definition of wisdom that I think is, or a definition of the fear of the Lord that I thought was helpful. It says, it is a continual humble and faithful submission to Yahweh, which compels one to hate evil and turn away from it and brings with it rewards better than all earthly treasures, the rewards of a love for and a knowledge of God and long life, confidence, satisfaction, and protection. So the whole idea is the fear of the God is is living in a way that honors God, that hates the things that he hates and loves the things that he hates. So my definition of the fear of God is is a little simpler and and one that's maybe a little uh, easier to remember, uh, but definitely not as... As full as as that one, and I, I say, right knowledge of God leads to right living for God. Yes. And what I see is that is that Proverbs is about helping us think things, think accurately about who God is, that we would live in a way that would honor Him. Yeah. And that's the fear of God. Uh, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego do a great job of that. Mm-hmm. So in Daniel chapter three. Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, they're, they're before Nebuchadnezzar, and he says, look, bow before me, or you're being thrown into uh, the furnace. And they say no. Now, yeah. now, why? Why would they say no? Because they have a knowledge of God that mm-hmm. says, look, my God is bigger than you. My God, uh, 
my God can save us if he desires. And if he doesn't save us, we still will not bow down. And so they don't. They yeah. end up getting thrown into the fiery furnace. And we see that God rescues them out. But right knowledge of God led to right living for God, which that's what I see really is about It's about Proverbs. It's helping us yeah. to understand who our God is, that we would live in a way that would honor him, live in a way that would that we would be lights in this world. Yeah. Uh, and, and I know we're, we're talking about Proverbs in the context of man camp. Yes. Uh, but as we mentioned earlier, Proverbs is both for men and women. Oh, man, it's, it, yes. It isn't, it isn't gender-specific at all. In fact, what's neat is... Um, <laughs> you want to hear a funny story? Uh, my Yes, w- I do. Okay, here we go. <laughs> so, so my wife, um, she, uh, we started dating in college. Yeah. And, and I just, just, I'll just say it. My wife... Um, my wife was the alpha uh, worship leader on campus uh, before I got there. Uh, when, when I got there, she kind of directed. I mean, she was just known. She was a big fish in a small pond. And uh, I don't know how in the world uh, God blinded her eyes so she and I would date. Um, but we did. And it was kind of off and on it's for a little bit. part of the fall. It is part of the fall. <laughs> and it's great, God's grace and mercy to me. And so so we, we had um, dated for, for a while. And she ended up speaking at commencement. And at this time, we weren't dating. And I'm sitting next to a guy. And I'll, I'll tell you about you know the funny part in just a minute. Um, but she speaks at commencement so eloquently. And my wife is amazing. And, and, sh- and her verse was uh, Proverbs 12.1. Whoever loves discipline loves knowledge, but he who hates reproof is stupid. And and her her discourse was: I had to ask myself when I came, when when you, when you come to 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 be taught, are you going to humble yourself under your professors? Are you going to humble yourself under the Word? Are you going to humble yeah. yourself to learn? Are you going to humble yourself to be reproved? Are you going to humble yourself for others to rebuke you and reprove you? Yeah. And if if you if you love discipline, you'll love knowledge, but if you hate reproof, you're stupid. And I don't want to be stupid. And she, of course she said it much more eloquently than I and uh, just in a phenomenal way and th- this guy next to me looks at me and he get, and he says, "You gave that up?" I mean, you know, she just knocked it out of the park and he's like, <laughs> "You are stupid." You know, that that was the general sense of what he was saying. Um but but that that has stuck with me ever since. I mean that was yeah. that was 15 16 years ago. Um and and my wife is one who pursues knowledge and pursues Well that's what's neat about about Proverbs. It shows it shows the blessing of following after God and it shows the futility of rebelling against God. Yeah. And and we see it like Proverbs, uh, was it 16, 18 says, pride goes before destruction and a haughty spirit before a fall. And, yeah. and, and now we might say, well, I, I see a lot of prideful people and I don't, I don't see them all falling. Um, you know, that's actually true. There's sometimes we don't see that in this life. Yeah. Sometimes their judgment won't come until when Christ returns. Yeah. Uh, but what we know is that sometimes it does happen in this life. And what Proverbs does, it leads us to understand um, basic truths about what it is to live for yeah. God. Um, one of the ones I like, which you said a little bit ago before we started, was Proverbs 15.1. A soft answer turns away wrath, but a harsh word stirs up anger. Yeah, Man, 
a soft answer turns away wrath. How I need to remember that. Yeah. How I need to, to remember to be gentle and soft with my words. So, so that's what we want to do. Like that's main camp. We want to just begin unpacking some of Proverbs and, and help us, yeah. help us as guys to th- wrestle through what it, what it means to think rightly about, about the things in this world, to rightly order our lives after that which God has called us to. And if we don't, we're, we are walking in pride. That's, yeah. that's, that's complete arrogance. Well, and I would and say pride. that if we don't, we definitely are not going to be shepherding our wives well, mm-hmm. our children well. And on the flip side of this, if you're a woman listening to this, you will not be able to honor and submit to your husband well by the rejection of Proverbs either. Mm -hmm. In fact, none of our relationships will work well if we do not act wisely. We will use them for manipulation and other gain, uh, but it will not be for the glory of God. It will not be for the true love of other people. Um, And that's what Proverbs does. It leads us to live rightly before God. Well, and it leads us to, to submit, too, I believe, first to the Word. Yeah. Um, but also I'm thinking of the reproof passage again in, in 12. I mean, it, it talks about um, a wise man has many counselors. Well, why? Why does a wise man have many counselors? Because he has many men looking into his life saying, uh, you're a little off here. Yeah. You're a little off here. Uh, you need to be rebuked for this. Uh, you need to be encouraged here. Uh, it's, it's, it's really humbling yourself before others and saying, this is what's happening in my heart, my mind, my life, my path, my direction. Uh, uh, give me wisdom. Uh, uh, and, and I think Proverbs, it, it, points, it points us to the word and, and it points us to the church. It points us to each other. Like, what's the, again, what's the best part about man camp? Like, the word, yes, Jesus. But I say second, each other, yeah. like a community, a community of, of men who are gathering to really submit ourselves together to to Christ, to His Word, um, and then to one another as we re- encourage, rebuke, reprove each other. I mean, that's what makes that time yeah. so sweet. Which, by the way, man camp is May first, second, third. Nope. Is it right? Third, third fourth, fourth, fifth. fifth. Friday, you know Saturday, Sunday. Just come. Just, just come. <laughs> First weekend in May. Uh, so excited about that. And um, what we understand is 80 bucks buys you a slice of manhood. Is that? Dude. Can I say that? Are we going to edit that out? <laughs> like, I, I don't even know what to do with these people. <laughs> uh, so one thing, I'm just going to ignore that altogether. Uh, so one thing that, that's helpful is, is realizing that that. Proverbs is about wisdom, yeah. and Proverbs is about thinking rightly about, about life and about how we live that way. And when we come to the New Testament, we actually see what the content is of that wisdom. Yes. Uh, there, there's yeah. several verses that we could look at, but one of my favorite is Colossians chapter 2, verse 3, which says, um, talking about um, Christ, in whom are hidden all the treasures of wisdom and knowledge. So in in Colossians, what we see is that Jesus is the treasure chest of all wisdom. So ultimately, when we're in the book of Proverbs and we're learning about having a soft answer, we're learning about uh, avoiding lust and honoring our wives and staying away from adultery. When we're looking about uh, learning about how to handle our money wisely, 
All of it ultimately is about how do we honor Christ? How do we think like Christ? How do we live like Jesus? Um, That's what Proverbs is really about. It's having the mind of Christ, which actually in Philippians 2, uh, that's what Paul writes about. He says that each of you look not only to his own interest, but also to the interests of others. Have this mind among yourselves, which is yours in Christ Jesus. What does that look like? Yes. What well, means living like Jesus and Proverbs fleshes a lot of that out it, on how we love, on how we honor, on how we use the things that God has given us in this life, not for personal benefit necessarily, but as a way to glorify God. Well, I'd say that is personal benefit. No, in a, in totally. The spirit, right? Yes. Well, and, and you see, you know, Paul also continues that theme in Ephesians and okay, we've been giving everything we need for life and godliness. God has not withheld his son, his spirit, mm, and, yeah. and gifts, gifts to the church for the building of the body. So Ephesians 4, um, uh, we see, He who descended also one who has ascended far above all the heavens, that he might fill all things. And verse 11, And he gave us apostles, the prophets, the evangelists, the shepherds, and the teachers to equip the saints for the work of ministry, for the building up of the body of Christ. And check this out, verse 13, Until we all attain to the unity of the faith and the knowledge of the Son of God, to mature manhood, to the measure of the stature of the fullness of Christ. That is huge. The measure, the stature, the fullness of Christ, so that we may no longer be children tossed to and fro by the waves and carried about by every wind of doctrine, by human cunning, by craftiness and deceitful schemes. This is why we need to be wise. Well, and, and to go back, those the offices that are given the yes. pastors, evangelists, the shepherds, those are all word preaching uh, yes. positions. Mm-hmm. So these positions are given to the church yes. for the purpose of communicating the word that the church would build each other yeah. up and that we'd be mature. But but all of that comes from the word, yes, which is this knowledge of God that leads to the fear of God. Uh, no, uh, to to. Look at that from a different direction. Second Peter chapter three, or Second Peter chapter one, verse three. His divine power has granted to us all things that pertain to life and godliness. Now, yeah. now here's the key: through the knowledge of Him who called us to His own glory and excellence. Mm-hmm. So we have all His divine power has given to us all things that pertain to life and godliness. We we see that through the knowledge of Christ. Yeah. It's in knowledge. Uh, Piper wrote a book, ma'am, I'm like blanking on it. I think it's Think. It's called Think. Yep. It's it's a simple book, and basically it's Think. It's a simple um, title. It is. And so like you had said earlier, there's there's an idea in Christianity, in Christendom. I mean, I'll just be led by the Spirit, as if being led by the Spirit is apart from the Word of God. I'm not going to use my mind. I'm just yeah. going to... I'll just do what I feel. And if what I feel is in contradiction to the Word, well, that's okay, because that's the way the Spirit's moving me. No, the Spirit never moves you in contradiction to the Word. If we want to live according to God, it will be as we submit ourselves to the very word of God and that we would think like God. In Proverbs, what I love about it is you can take a pro- you can take a proverb a day. Don't worry about taking a chapter a day. I mean, if, you, if you're able to do that, awesome. Take a proverb a day and chew on chew it, on it yeah. and just let that one proverb transform you. Man, I, I guarantee you there is so much benefit to that. Just taking... Yeah. 
a proverb. Now, maybe a proverb is two or three verses. Maybe it's one verse. Maybe it is a whole chapter. But, but chew on just that proverb and let it transform the way you think. Can we chat a little bit about the fallenness of emotions and why it's important to, to renew the mind? Yeah. And to be under instruction of the word. I, um, look, I'm an emotional guy. We've had this conversation before. So I'm, I am naturally wired to feel. My, my Myers-Briggs is ENFP, extrovert, intuition, feeler, perceiver. Um, and I, I've got a lot of feel in me. And, and God, by his grace, has shown... <laughs> stop it. <laughs> okay. Does anyone not, like, smile or think that sounded awkward? Okay. Uh, let's keep talking. Um, no, I, I, if you could repeat yourself, I just don't want anyone to miss your eloquence. Thank you. I appreciate that. That's awesome. Maybe I appreciate I don't appreciate that. That's amazing. Um, but I, I've had to be trained... I've, I've had, God has had to show me both through friends and through the word that my feelings can easily be led astray, uh, that I've had convictions before that I were just sure were correct. And later in life, I look back and I, sit and I see like convictions about the Bible. Later, I see, no, that was wrong. Yeah. And I was sincerely passionate about my stance on this one thing, um, emotionally passionate, and I would plea the emotion. Should there be emotion? Yeah, absolutely, but in response to truth. Well, and and God commands our emotions. Yes. Delight yourself in the absolutely. Lord. Uh, our emotions, um, we're commanded to have those. Yes. Uh, they're not to be absent from us, but you're right. We have to be careful, and and maybe, uh, maybe Proverbs 7 is helpful here. Uh, Proverbs 7 says, my son, keep my words, treasure up my commandments with you. Keep my commandments and live. Keep my teaching as the apple of your eye. Bind them on your fingers. Write them on the tablet of your heart. Say to wisdom, you are my sister and call insight your intimate friend. Okay, so basically what it's saying is know the word of God. Know wisdom. Know what it is to live for God. Now, now here's the thing. Verse 5. You could say in order, in order to keep you from the forbidden woman, from the adulteress with her smooth words. Yeah. And then what it's going to do, it's going to show that this adulterous woman will go out into the street calling yeah. those who will hear, calling, hoping to gain some foolish person mm-hmm. to come into her. And she will say things like... Um, uh, I've spread my couch with coverings, cut colored linens from Egyptian linen. I have perfumed my yeah. bed with myrrh, aloes, and cinnamon. She will say, like in verse 19, my husband is not at home. He has gone on a long journey. Mm-hmm. Uh, so verse 21, with much seductive speech, she persuades him. With her smooth talk, she compels him. So yeah. what she's going to do is she's going to, to pull at his emotions. Yeah. She's going to try to create a scenario in which he believes in which he believes, maybe this is okay. I won't get caught. And then, and then the end of it, it goes, uh, all at once he follows her as an ox goes to the slaughter or yes. as a stag is caught fast yeah. till an arrow pierces his liver. As a bird rushes into a snare, yeah. he does not know that it will cost him his life. And so if you take that in the beginning, it says, to go back, Proverbs 7, 1, 
Keep my words. Treasure my commandments. Keep my commandments. Why? Because these commands, this word of God, this knowledge of God will guard you yes. in temptation. When your emotions yeah. start start being fickle, going back and forth like a like a ping pong or tennis match, and, and you're like, I don't know which way to go. Yeah. yeah, sometimes we don't because of the sin within us, but that's where we hold on to the word of God. And we realize, okay, at this moment, my emotions are wanting to lead me astray, but the word of God is my anchor. Yeah. So I will hold to that, and then I will trust that God will bring my emotions back into alignment with the yeah. word. And that's why the word of, is a lamp into our feet. Totally. It, oh, it, that's a good it, one. It yeah. shows us the word shines yeah. a light on the path that we're going. Yes, and if we're if we're heading down the path of destruction, that that's what that's what he's saying in, in verse or chapter seven, the the way of the seductress, the way of the tempter, I mean, that's that will lead you to destruction. In it fact, will I would say, I mean, do you think this is true? Majority of of as Christians, the sins that we fall into um, are based upon our emotional feelings. Oh. Absolutely. They're not because we're being led away by by truths. Um, well, I mean, they want to be right. Lo uh, logical statements or statement. Yes, I see. It's, I it's, it's sin emotional is heart in the heart. Yeah, totally, sin is conceived in the heart. It's conceived in our desires. We're, we're believing. We're our emotions are being drawn mm -hmm. to something other than Christ. And I would say that as our emotions are drawn, the goal of sin is that our mind would yeah, follow. follow. Um, and But yet what we come to in the word of God is, no, set your minds on Christ yes. and him alone, align your emotions that way, yeah. whereas the world will say, no, no, think this way, feel this way, yeah. uh, let your emotions lead you which that's a dangerous thing. We are to, biblically, what Proverbs is saying is we are to use our minds, use our head, use our minds to guard our heart. Yeah. And we do that through the word. I mean, when you think about that, uh, Proverbs 2.1, my son, if you receive my words, treasure up my commandments with you. Yep. Proverbs 3.1, my son, do not forget my teaching, but let your heart keep my commandments. Yeah. Proverbs 4.1, hero instructions, hero sons, a father's instruction, be attentive that you may gain insight. Yeah. Um, 5.1, my son, be attentive to my wisdom, incline your ear to my understanding. Uh, 7.1, my son, keep my words, treasure up my commandments with you. 8.1, uh, do not, does not wisdom call, does not understanding raise her voice? Uh, I mean, all the way throughout wisdom, we're just having think, think, yeah. think, yeah. think, yeah. know the word of God, know the word of God, treasure it for that will guard your hearts. Yeah. And, it, and it guards your life. I mean, I, I think totally, if, if you follow the way of your deceptive heart, I mean, what did John Calvin say? Uh, he said the heart is a, is an idol factory. Yeah. Right. Keeps making it just, idols. It just keeps on popping out idols. I mean, that's 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 the baby it births. Um, and yet we do have a new heart. We talked about this. Totally. New heart. With Todd, a new heart where it's... But our desires, um, we have good desires, but we also have mixed with fleshly desires. Yeah. And so, so we have to test and try our desires against the word. The kingdom is here, but not fully here. Yeah. It's... 
it's inaugurated, not consummated. Uh, and so I think that the same concept is, is within us. Uh, we just have to be wise. And that's, and that's what Proverbs is doing. It's giving us instruction. Uh, wisdom is shouting at us, right? That's, totally. That's what it's saying. The seductors in the street, but wisdom is everywhere. Yeah. It's, it's shouting at us. And who's going to listen? You know, and I mean, just just as we've been talking, man, I'm even more excited about Man Camp. Yeah. Because like, like to put this together in a sense, what we're saying is we want to come together as men to study the word of God, to look at Proverbs, to look at what it is to live rightly before God so that God would be honored so that we would love our wives the right way. We'd love our children the right way. We'd love our coworkers the right way. We would handle all that God has given us the right way, that we would not be tossed to and fro by emotions, but we would hold on to the very anchor of the word of God, that we would think as Christ has thought. I mean, th- this is what we're. Go- this is yeah. our desire at yes. Man Camp. Yes. Like, this is why we want to go and just have intentional time around the word. And so, but, but, but we know not everyone's going to be able to go to man camp, although you should go to man camp. In fact, you don't even have to go to our church. You can just message us. If you want to come to man camp, let us know. Yeah. Bobby will pay for you. He's awesome (laughs) that way. (laughs) In fact, we'll charge you double this year. (laughs) Man camp. I mean, it's awesome. We got, we got a a screaming deal last year. Um, We're getting a normal deal this year, uh, which is great. Like who cares? Uh, But it's definitely going to cost more, but it's going to be exciting. And I'm excited that we get to go, but I would say, okay, if you're listening, you go, well, I can't go to man camp. What do I do? Uh, Read Proverbs. I mean, read all the word of God, but but begin looking at Proverbs, trusting, hey, God is giving me this, that I would live rightly for him. So just take a proverb a day. Now, again, chapters one through nine, you can take larger sections. After that, you might take a couple of verses, whatever it is, whatever the paces that you want. Um, I know for me that, that certain proverbs stand out more at certain times. Yeah. So take whatever one stands out to you and, and chew on it. Chew on it for a day, chew on it for a week. Let God just begin to transform you. See how whatever theme is being brought up in Proverbs is carried throughout the Old Testament and throughout the New Testament. Um, That's called biblical theology. Look at that. Um, so anyways, uh, read Proverbs. It, I'm excited. I'm even more excited now about <laughs> Man Camp. Hey, let's, um, let's pray and send them out. All right. How about you Ready? pray, okay. and I will do the bumper You're if I can read something. <laughs> see how this one goes. <laughs> Lord Jesus, thank you so much for your word. Thank you that in the beginning was the word, and the word was God, and the word was with God, uh, and that you became flesh, uh, and that you dwelt among us. Lord, thank you that you have revealed yourself progressively from Genesis to most to, to fully in your Son, and you've given us your word that we may know you, and you've given us instruction, Lord. May we... May we not be stupid, Lord, but may, may we accept reproof. May we accept correction. May we humble ourselves to your word. May we humble ourselves to each other, uh, our brothers and sisters in Christ, and be led by you because we believe that, Lord, there's life in you, that, that a day in your courts is better Lord, better than a thousand elsewhere that I, we'd rather be tent, we'd rather keep the gate of the tent 
in the house of the righteous than, than dwell in the tents of the wicked. Um, it, it is better to walk in accordance with your word than to follow our sinful, selfish, deathly, death-drawing desires, Lord. So we ask that you would work in our hearts, that you would um, help us crave wisdom, help us to crave your word, help us to crave knowledge of you. Uh, we pray this in Jesus' name, amen. You have been listening to Satisfied in Christ. Uh, feel free to check out our website, satisfiedinchrist.life. That's spelt L-I-F-E, according to Bobby. And uh, if you have any questions, comments, uh, we'd love to hear about them. Uh, you can do that on our comment page on our website. Also, any and every resource that we mention uh, will be also on our, on our resource page on our website. Do we throw a shout out to your wife for that? Have we done that yet? Yeah, just so you know, uh, my wife has put together the website. She writes the descriptions for every podcast. Uh, she finds all the resources that we mention, and some of them have been hard. Uh, she's like, what are you guys talking about? Um, so she's pretty amazing. She's actually really, really good at just uh, word crafting stuff, uh, making us sound good. Uh, so thank you, my wife. Uh, you are wonderful and amazing. And... Stitcher podcast, Podbean, Pod Podbean podcast. Look, we're out there. Um, probably, if you listen to us, you have one of those. Um, thanks. <laughs> Thank you for listening to this episode of Satisfied in Christ. All of our links and resources can be found at the website satisfiedinchrist.life.